Productions presents Laugh, Literature and Film. Broadcasting live from Flying Bull Production Studios, it's Laugh. Episode 73, a wee laugh for the August 28th weekend. I am your host, Mr. Two Frames. Joining me in studios, as always, is the L Train. How are you, sir? Wonderful. You excited that summer is coming to an no. end finally? Cool weather is coming? No. I don't care about the weather. Huh? I hate the, I'm not ready to go back to school. Football is about to start. That's interesting. Are, have you started up the league yet? Our no. fantasy league? No, I will be starting up the official Laugh Football League. Oh, is that what you're going to call it? Yeah. Yeah, I think we Get should some rename advertising the out there. Yeah. All right. It should help. Fantasy football. Yeah. Well, this is the last weekend in August. There are three movies coming out this weekend. In fact, one of them's opening up on Wednesday. No escape. No escape. Um, no chance. This is the <laughs> Owen. Sorry. Really? Probably not. Right. Go ahead. Uh, this stars Owen Wilson, Pierce Brosnan, and Lake Bell. Uh, Owen Wilson and Lake Bell are a new couple who have just moved overseas. And they find themselves caught in the middle of a coup and they are frantically looking for a safe escape in an environment where foreigners are immediately being executed. And apparently Pierce Brosnan's like a CIA type guy who's coming in to kind of help him out. But he might have his own motivations too here. Mm -hmm. And this doesn't no, get you all I, excited? I didn't like it when it was World War Z. This <laughs> <laughs> right. looks exactly like that movie. This isn't a remake of the Ray Liotta picture where he goes on the island has to fight those warring factions. He's like a... Obviously, it's not. Did you see that one? No, I haven't 1994's No Escape? I bet you that's a better movie. No, well, this was originally called The Coup, and it was supposed to get released on March 6th of this year, and they pushed it back. Why did they push it back and change the title? I, well, I guess they felt that Chappie was going to rule the box office too much. Huh. Since that was the only other major release for that weekend. Also, no one knows how to pronounce Coup. Yeah. So everyone would have been going around saying the coop. Yeah. Rhymes with soup. Yeah. <laughs> so are you going to go see it? You're planning on seeing No Escape with Owen Wilson? I, I might just go see it. I mean, I, I haven't been to the theaters in over a week, so I'm starting to get a little shaky. Oh, yeah. I have withdrawals. Yeah. So I need to go see something. I would wait for Owen Wilson's uh, return to Zoolander. Have you seen the... Uh, oh, Zoolander 2? Yeah, yeah. Like, two lander I'm also interested to see Owen Wilson do a drama or an action, whatever you want to call this. He's been doing comedies since 2001 where he starred in Behind Enemy Lines. Oh, okay. I was going to say Sniper. It's the same. That came out around the same time, yeah. It's not the same exact yeah, thing, yeah. but they're both soldiers. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of like that movie, Behind Enemy Lines. Gene Hackman, I think. Well, that was his mm -hmm. last movie, right? I think that was Gene Hackman's last film. Welcome to Mooseport oh, yeah, with that's Ray right. Romano. That's right, that's right. But, I mean, that was really at the tail end of Gene Hackman's career. So if you want some lighter fare, what would be a good option? Oh, I don't know. Or I, an option. An option that's out there is uh, We Are Your Friends. Okay. Or there, it's also going by the acronym, right? W-A-Y-F. I don't know. I think it is. It's supposed to be tapping into that uh, sort of millennial sensibility. Caught between a forbidden romance and the expectations of his friends, aspiring DJ Cole Carter attempts to find the path in life that leads him to fame and fortune. Just just the idea of Cole Carter. That name. The naming convention. This is uh, written and directed by Max Joseph, starring Zac Efron, Wes Bentley, Amy Rajankowski, mm -hmm. 
uh, are all supposedly friends. I mean, she's pretty to look at, but she can't act at all. She was in um, uh, that uh, Gone Girl, the Ben Affleck movie last year. Yeah, she was the she was in there mistress. For, yeah, right? for like two minutes, and she was pretty bad in that part. She was in there for her physical attributes as opposed to the acting ability. Yeah. Uh, so, Zach Efron, she was born, or Zach Efron was born in 1987. He plays Cole. Mm-hmm. His other friend is Wes Bentley. He was born in 1978. And Amy, or Emily Rajentowski was born in 1991. So, just the idea that we're supposed to believe that these people from completely different. Mm-hmm. And they're all supposed to be, what, like early 20s? Yeah. So. College age, yeah. I'm kind of waiting for the uh, more interesting Kill Your Friends. Which is this movie, except starring Nicholas Holt as like the Bateman character that kills all of them. Yeah, there are a couple of really good horror movies coming out this fall. We may have to do a podcast. Oh, uh, new new horror films or horror slasher films? There are a couple. Um, Octo- the October 9th, We Laugh, I'm going to have a lot to say. Because there are two amazing horror movies coming Ooh, out that weekend. Looking way into the future. Yeah, yeah. Everyone seems to be surprised by Zac Efron's ability to do comedy, but that's pretty much all he ever appears in. Yeah, I don't feel that he's even that great as a comedic actor. Well, they say, and I remember with Neighbors, they were like, oh, he's the best part of Neighbors. He's funny. He's really, he's much funnier than Will Ferrell and, or whoever the guy Seth was. Rogen. Seth Rogen. And I was like, uh, yeah, but all he ever appears in are comedies. I like uh, Dave Franco, who was his buddy in Neighbors. Right. Like, honestly, if I need that youngish, good-looking guy for a comedic role, I'd rather get Dave Franco than Zac Efron. Well, yeah. There's nothing about this movie that... Yeah. I, I will not be seeing this. So Now then, I think the movie that we both want to see, but it's coming out in limited release, so we're not sure if it'll be around here, is Z for Zachariah. This is the movie adaptation of the hit teenage novel, Z for Zachariah. Is it a teen novel? Or is it just marketed that way? It was teen lit. I read it probably in middle school. Because these aren't teenagers in the movie. Yeah, I mean they're they're older. They, these all of these actors are in their thirties. I think in the book they were teenagers, late teens, maybe early twenties. Okay. Um, in the wake of a disaster that wipes out most of civilization, two men and a young woman find themselves in an emotionally charged love triangle as the last known survivors. And this stars Chiwetel Ejiofor. <laughs> Chiwetel. Chiwetel, Edge yeah. of Four, Chris Pine, and Margaret Robbie. Yeah, you, that's your pronunciation. Yeah, You're sure. the only one that pronounces it Margaret. But. Yeah, Margaret Robbie. Yeah. Um, she of the fame from uh, Focus. She was also in the Leonardo DiCaprio film Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And she'll be in um, Suicide Squad. Tarzan. Tarzan. Also, yeah. She's playing Jane? Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Uh, Chiwetel Edge of Four should have won Best Actor for 12 Years a Slave. But I think it went to Eddie Renmain, right? Mm. Or was that two years ago? Yeah, no, uh, he lost it to um, uh, Dallas Buyers Club guy, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, okay. Eddie Redmayne won it last year. Right. Uh, 12 Years a Slave was two years ago. Uh, he was voted by, I think in the Laffies last year, he was voted top villain. Top villain? Yeah, by our students, or by my students. No, two years ago. Two years ago, because we didn't have a literature and film class last year. This year, we have two literature and film classes. Yeah, so he was top villain for his role in Serenity, the movie Serenity. He, he's a, pretty a good talented actor. actor. I like him. Yeah. This is uh, directed by Craig Zobel, who did that movie Compliance, 
Okay. Remember that? That yeah. was a pretty good movie. A lot of good tension in that movie. Yeah, the one where, uh, based on the true story, where mm-hmm. some guy called and said a uh, uh, fast food restaurant worker had like stolen his money, and she ends up getting like strip searched and all this other horrible stuff. Yeah, yeah, based on. Uh, uh, well, I don't know if he wrote the screenplay for it or if it was based on the novelization. I know it was in the news, mm-hmm. uh, but there was a lot of good tension and menace in that movie, and this seems to have some of the same sensibilities. Yeah, no, I, I'm hoping that this does well and spreads to a wider release. The guy who wrote the novel for this, Robert uh, O'Brien, mm-hmm. he wrote The Secret of Nim. Did you ever see that movie? I think so. I think Cartoon. my wife teaches that book Love as that well. book. Yeah. Love that book and movie. <laughs> it's good stuff, man. Nice. Um, if you're not planning on going to the theaters this weekend, you got any uh, streaming picks for us? I do. I do have a net pick. My net pick this week is based on our review of this week. So our upcoming review is going to be, uh, what is it, Laugh 74? Mm-hmm. Will will be the uh, Kevin Bacon movie, Cop Car. So this is the last decent movie that I remember seeing him in. It's on Net, Netflix, and it's called Super. Starring mostly Rain Wilson and Ellen Page. Liv Tyler plays a bit part in this as well, but uh, Kevin Bacon is, is the... Uh, is the uh, villain, and he he he's pretty funny at it. He's actually uh, a highlight in the movie, an otherwise fairly decent movie, very dark. Mm-hmm. It's about a guy who becomes the Crimson Bolt, a superhero with the best intentions, but lacking heroic skills, and operating on a, uh, I guess, on a moral level that other people can't really appreciate. I don't know. It's an interesting movie. Uh, stretches Ellen Page's persona as well because she was still somewhat young at the time and there's uh, an exchange between the two of them that happens between her and rain wilson yeah she was still supposed to be somewhat innocent written and directed by james gunn yeah. of uh, guardians of the galaxy fame yeah this is the movie that got him guardians of the galaxy which i love yeah it's a little bit darker than Gar- <laughs> a little bit darker than guardians of the galaxy and it's got uh it's punctuated by uh, random violence, which is always a, a good thing to have in your dark comedies. And it's it can be pretty brutal. This yeah, is probably the best independent superhero film ever made. I mean, yeah, this is definitely an indie film. Boy Wonders up there for me, and then uh, I mean, you liked Kick Ass. I never saw it. That was probably independent film, wasn't it? Yeah, I, thought, I think of that more of a studio picture, more well known. I don't know. Well, but this you... is this is more grounded in reality. Yeah. Than uh. Like your Avengers, Batman type movies. So, yeah, I really like this film. Good stuff. So that's my net pick. Ooh, good. What's on the red box? Red box. Oh, we got another superhero pick. Um, oh, this is from DC animated films. I've talked about them quite a bit over the years. Yeah. In my undying love, uh, this is Justice League: God and Monsters. This is an alternate universe where Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman all have very different origin stories. Was this DC two? Yeah, this is from DC, but this is... Uh, no, no, it was a DC2. Isn't that DC2 the alternate universe for DC? Oh, it was... Your standard DC universe. I, I think this is just like a, a comic book line, and then now they're doing these animated films. There's okay. going to be an online web series. Uh, Batman, for example, isn't Bruce Wayne. He's actually the scientist who became Man-Bat in the comics. Okay. And so now he's like 
half man, half like vampire. Does Bruce Wayne become man bat in DC? This DC two, you think? There's is Bruce, no Bruce Wayne. Wayne even that I've seen, yeah. Superman is like this overlord, super powerful. He's the god of the title gods yeah. and what is it called? Gods and gods and monsters. Really? Because there's a movie called Gods and Monsters. Yeah, about like the Civil War, right? No, it's well maybe, but there's another movie. Or that's Gods and Generals. Yeah, Gods and Monsters is about James Whale and the the Bride of Frankenstein, <laughs> Frankenstein movies. Hmm. Yeah, no, this is interesting because uh, the three superheroes who form the Trinity, uh, they operate outside the law. And when they're framed for the murders of a bunch of famous scientists, the government decides to take them out. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw it a couple of weeks ago. It's just coming at Redbox now. Some movies, you know, have that like month, six week delay before they're on Redbox. So I've already seen this. Okay. Very good. All right. Uh, strong PG thirteen. This is not for the little kids. Oh. So PG fourteen. Yeah. So that's my Redbox pick. Uh, what about if you've got Amazon streaming or uh, Amazon Prime? I should say. All right. Well, I'm putting this one out there because in a couple of weeks we're going to be doing a show on uh, modern westerns, and. I surprisingly haven't seen this myself. So this is my first recommendation of a something streaming that I haven't personally seen. But I plan on seeing it before our Western episode in two weeks because I have a feeling it might it might somehow work its way into that conversation. It's called Deadwood. It's HBO's miniseries about a, a village called Deadwood <laughs> set in the late 1800s. And uh, it's a town of deep corruption and crime. It's created by David Milch, who did uh, Hill Street Blues, mm -hmm. which was a popular show when I was a kid. And also, he was responsible for that show Luck on HBO. That was a great miniseries for a while, but then the animal rights activists got involved and shut it down because there was a whole bunch of uh, problems and questions and concerns that they had about horse racing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it stars this show stars Timothy Timothy Oliphant, Ian McShane, Molly Parker, and a a litany of others as a variety of characters in this fictional town of Deadwood, South Dakota. And it's a modern western. Yeah, and I've only seen season one. I think there are three seasons total. Yeah, two thousand four to two thousand and six. Ian and, McShane is wonderful. Well, I also heard that they're going to be making a Deadwood movie. They've been saying that for years. But, well, you know, they reset it. Someone reset it. Who knows? Week. I mean, with the X-Files coming back to TV and Coach, you know, uh, Full House is coming back as Fuller House. Yeah. Um, nothing is really ever truly dead. Including dead wood. Yeah. So that's my Amazon Prime pick of the week. I like it. Um, and as uh, the L-Train said uh, on our next episode, we're reviewing Cop Car. That's going to be episode 74. So, um, in review, uh, we're split on No Escape. I say it's worth watching. Lusk is going to flee the theater. Neither of us are your friends and are going to watch We Are Friends. Right. Uh, we're both big for Z for Zachariah. Unfortunately, that's in really limited release this weekend. Won't be able to see it. But uh, once it comes out around here, we'll probably be reviewing that. Uh, if you've got Netflix, we're saying go watch Super. If you head by Redbox, get Justice League, God and Monsters. And on Amazon, you've got the HBO TV show, Deadwood. So nice. um, thank you for joining me in studios, L-Train. Thank you, sir. This is uh, Mr. Two-Frame saying, there be dragons. Pox at Bonham, everybody. Everybody.